0: Well, I, I mean, I've got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll ignore those rude gestures. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. Um, we're back once again, and, uh, and I'm glad to be back. It's a new year, uh, but we don't have a new team, unfortunately. <laughs> no, fortunately. Right. So, oh, sorry, sorry, fortunately. Got yeah. my words mixed up yet again. Mm. Pete's here. Hello. James or Jim's here. Hello. Lukey's here. All right. We had a, an email from uh, Brian Harrison, and he wanted to know what our favourite mm. FA Cup upsets are.
0: Probably inspired by last weekend's events, no doubt. Mm. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, After, of course, Leeds. Beat Manchester United at Old Trafford. You go first, James. Me. Um, I'm
2: actually going to go for a fairly recent one, which was last year. I'm going to go for Barnsley, when they beat Liverpool and then beat Chelsea. Oh, she's got, got two games. Surely going, yeah. I'm just going for that as it's just an incredible double header of genuine giant kings. It was brilliant. It was such a great result for them at Anfield. And then, then to just sort of grind it out against Chelsea as they did was just so impressive. And
0: Yeah. Re- Rev- they Yeah, good. Well, that's a good one, yeah. Good start. Who's the fellow that played for them and inspired them to that and now plays for Reading and he played against Liverpool at the weekend? Brian... Oh, what's his name? Gunn. No, it's not Brian Gunn. <laughs> that guy was also good when he came on against Liverpool as well, so maybe it's in his in his bloodstream. Mm.
2: Mm. <laughs> Giant killing.
0: Yeah, Luke. I've got a feeling I'm gonna be talking nonsense for the next hour.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You've been on the well, show yeah.
0: before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah. say, you that's are that's in the studio. Though. Why Would is it? So yeah. <laughs> Um I'll go for um I'll be selfish for once. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'll, I'll go for. i I'll go for. And I'm sort of belittling my team in a, in a way because it's not... I mean, we're in the same division and that, but no one really expected... Pompey Manchester United pretty, Portsmouth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one expected problem to get anything out of that and, and, and they... And they and they did. Absolutely battered Manchester United. For <laughs> nice... <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously it was a bit of a lucky one, but that, for me that is... Especially now in in the, in the, in the, in the sort of dire straits at Portsmouth Arena, that was a real big sort of high point for me. And it, I knew I knew when we won that game, I knew we'd go on and win it. I knew we had a really really good chance. So well, two bit...
1: championship sides left that, to beat, then. Well,
0: yeah. And we beat them. Yeah, so that's, that's, you you can only like, beat what's yeah, been Exactly, and that, and that, that um, was
1: one of the most one-sided games of Which is played.
0: what I say against, when we're playing for the rebel team against listeners. Right, <laughs> we <laughs> hey, <some> listeners,
1: hey? <laughs> Boy, uh, sorry. They will not have some of that.
0: Have respect, sorry.
1: Yeah. Yeah keep a civil tongue in your head so yeah
0: Manchester United 0 Portswood won 2008 FA Cup
1: Rio Ferdinand ended up in goal he did and we were, mm, let's, we let's, like let's face it
0: no matter who <laughs> the teams are that are playing everyone loves to see an outfield player do you remember
1: when Vinnie Jones did that against uh, Newcastle for Wimbledon Newcastle beat them 6-1 Nothing oh, go at going UP but a Newcastle trivia, and Vinnie Jones had to go in goal he's a tall fella it, it, Steve Staunton
0: always used to go and go for Liverpool, yeah. and actually, Steve pro- Windass. Yeah, Windass has it. done it. I will tell you something. There's a fact that you may know, you may not know. That any team, and it happened at Sheffield United, and it happens at Everton now. When Phil Jagielka's in the team, yeah, They never yeah, put yeah. a keeper on the bench because yeah. he's, he's actually yeah, decently yeah, yeah. good. He's decent. Goal. Yeah, yeah. 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 loves stuff
2: like that. It, that's yeah, what yeah, makes yeah. football good. Yeah, I really do love the thought of like Rio trying to organise a defence.
3: Go left, left, stage left. You're yeah. left. I'll right.
2: I'd oh, like, defend, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he went the right way against Montari's penalty, but it was too strong <laughs> for him.
1: <laughs> Not, yeah, he probably tried to mark one of the forwards yeah. or murk him. Yeah, eh? yeah, good, Peter.
3: Uh, sorry, I was just sipping with my
1: coffee. here. Um, not, American. not
3: one. <laughs> I thought that was tea. <laughs> no, it's coffee. Oh, okay. It's delicious. Yeah. Uh, not one that I, 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 should be happy with, I guess, but it's one that gets mentioned every time Newcastle play a, a slightly smaller team. <laughs> uh, Hereford, non-league Hereford against Newcastle. Yeah, because they were yeah. slightly
0: smaller than Newcastle. <laughs> way,
3: slightly smaller. <laughs> 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 well, they were well, first division, Hereford were, were non-league. Newcastle um, have
1: stumbled a... across a lot of lower leagues. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stevenage Borough, Borough, they took a couple of goes out.
3: It's, yeah,
1: Ronnie Radford. Yeah, ding yeah, yeah, then when Ronnie, DJ Campbell. Hang on, hang on. on. He hasn't finished. Sorry,
3: Pete. Ronnie Radford scored from 30 <laughs> yards. Look
1: at his face. <laughs> Just look at his face. Wonderful commentary.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wonderful moment. Wonderful. When, uh, Pinocchio <laughs> was yeah. commentating for the BBC. Wonderful um,
0: tournament. <laughs> <laughs> <The> FA
1: Cup. <laughs> yeah, they're,
2: all they're, right,
1: all right. It's a wonderful tournament. Um, I haven't done mine yet. I'm going to go back um, to the 70s as uh, my haircut would suggest. <laughs> and uh, my um the one I'm going for is from 1972, I think. It's when Little Latnorian came up against Chelsea and Chelsea went 2-0 up, yeah. gentlemen. That's I mean, br- it's amazing. like getting a bye. Mm. But the, Go O's, on, you O's. the mighty Os came <laughs> roaring back and a and a, and a beardy chap called Fairbrother yeah. who looked like a farmer rather yeah, than yeah. a footballer. If you can give I know how he feels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> scored and I, d- I think Barry Davis might have commentated. If, uh, he, if he didn't, he did in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Fair brother! Yes! It's <laughs> like one of those ones. <laughs> Barry Davis
0: comments, commentates in your mind when you go to the shop and buy a pint of milk. <laughs> pint of milk.
1: He's <laughs> behind the counter.
0: Oh, and he's got the right change! <laughs> <laughs> Does he buy a whisper? <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> £2.50. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so, uh, yeah, that's uh, what I'm going for. I'd like to make and uh, an, It's a near-giant killing in 1975. An honourable mention. Yeah, well, uh, to, be sh- to be honest with you, Shouldn't really be mentioned because okay. it's not a giant killing, but okay. it nearly was. Uh, in 1975, when uh, my local side Leatherhead nearly beat Leicester City, and Leatherhead were non-league, Leicester City were, were were well they were non-league were and they
0: got to the third round. I believe. so. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, if
1: my it? memory serves me correctly, and uh, they were two 0 up against Leicester, and Leicester managed to crawl, uh, crawl back and then three two. And
0: Leicester were in won't. the top flight at the time.
1: They were up there. Uh, That's the massive. Haven't did older so, older Haven't, haven't yeah.
0: yeah. banged a couple past Liverpool, didn't they?
1: Yeah, <laughs> Anfield as well. Oh,
2: oh, Rocky Baptiste, I believe, <laughs> was playing for them. He's a sort of yeah. veteran of these. Now sort I of things, saw yeah.
1: Rocky Baptiste score at Highbury for for Farmer. I was in the Farmer crowd. Was it five one? Was it? It was five one. The Farmer had a man sent off twenty minutes in. No, it's kind of, come on,
0: Rev.
3: Yeah. You
1: know, oh, yeah, he was kind of last man, but he's just like, oh, come okay, on. Yeah,
0: he, he pulled a machete out, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what,
1: right? <laughs> one of the funniest things I've ever seen at a football match is they had a streaker, which is funny enough as it is. and and But they let him just kind of run around. They didn't rugby tackle him <laughs> to the ground. And everyone was cheering. He ran up to the goal where the Farnborough fans were. And he like, went to do a header to score. And everyone went, Why? <laughs> And then as he was kind of uh, led off um, into the corner, he started sort of, pretending he was all embarrassed and covering his
0: bits. What? I don't (laughs) know if I get it when they do that. (laughs) They always do that, streakers. It's like (laughs) everyone's just seen you naked for ages. He
1: doesn't like to get naked in front of less than
3: 10,000 people. No, fair enough. I don't think, do you get so much of a a ban if you're nude? Because you can run on the pitch (laughs) with claws, and I just sort of think that's hooliganism. But if you're a streaker... Well, I think if you enter the
2: field of play now, you get an immediate You're in real trouble. I mean, in the past, that would have been a brilliant sort of, well, I'd say disguise, but maybe the right, the right term, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: I think there's a guy who's now a professional streaker, isn't there? The guy who does all the events. Yep. And he, he became a prof- Sickening. Yeah, but he became a professional streaker when... Nothing's he, pure anymore. He, he popped <laughs> up with, like actual, like, company names written on him. Oh, and on has, Websites yeah. on him and stuff. He's done, right. he's done all he's done up the Open. He's, done the he's, s- a, we- the he's a weird fellow,
1: though, isn't he? Wimbledon. It's he was at Wimbledon. Only your balls... Only my balls will
0: bounce or something. Or New Balls Please or something, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I and
3: mean, he's yeah. that fellow who dresses up like uh, footballers, isn't he? Because he, he, he... That like a whole power. power. I was
0: he, talking about that today, actually. He got in the Champions League final photo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't the final. Oh, it was not? It was a group stage
1: between Manchester United and Bayern Munich in Munich. And he stood on the end. Carl Power, time. that guy's name. in yeah, Munich. Munich. He went to
0: Munich for that.
1: Commitment. <laughs> he's <been> got <laughs> loads, though, isn't he? But he's yeah. a bit of
3: a weirdo, isn't he? Like, I honestly, think he's well, actually well, played for. <laughs> I
0: think he's played for probably by mistake. I'm sure I've seen <laughs> him
3: <laughs> filling it right back. Isn't he done? <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> yeah, might yeah, be. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, the points need to be um, given out. And uh, I'm delighted <laughs> to say that Pete Donaldson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a vault fast for the Marcus. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Hereford, definitely. Well done, Pete.
2: Some honourable mentions have got to go to Wrexham beating Arsenal. Oh, yeah, Mickey uh, Thomas. Yeah. 90s. Yeah. And, uh, of, of course, Wimbledon actually winning it against Liverpool at yeah, Wembley. Yeah. Points it.
0: are done now, though, Jim. Oh, yeah, I know, sorry. yeah, I know. I'm just...
1: I'm just <laughs> yeah. Credit where it's due. It's all in, in vain now, James. Yeah. You'll get your I tried hard sticker at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, as mentioned previously, Manchester United did lose to Leeds United. That is absolutely massive as well. I think this game is up there with a lot of the games we've just mentioned. Well, yeah. That's going to mean so much to Leeds. They now. are two divisions mm. below the champions... And last year's finalists of the European uh, Champions yeah. League. Sorry, the yeah. Champions of England, that's Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and Incredible! Th- well, and also, it was just a really, really poor performance from Manchester yeah. United. And it was one of the few games where um, <clears throat> you, s- you hear people say, oh, yeah, well, there's a top four bias for the referees and stuff. There really was on that game. <laughs> I got all the decisions. got, yeah. okay. And Ferguson piped up with some ridiculous stuff at the end of the game about injury time again. Well, he,
1: he, he was moaning about injury time and he said the referee gave five minutes, which I thought was too much. I that was, was w- watching w- it. well I- too much. Yeah. I it was too much yeah. And he said, this is an insult to the game and the players out there. What, he wanted more? It's not really an insult, <laughs> is it? It's
2: strange. Yeah. I mean, how, <laughs> how many subs were in the second half? Does anyone remember? Because it's 30 seconds per well, substitute. United, United can't brought on all,
0: all three. three.
1: Oh, sorry, Manchester United yeah. brought yeah. on all three. But
0: then there was one in injury time as well. But five minutes was plenty. It was yep. plenty. <laughs> yeah. And and l- listen Mostly not I didn't lose that game because it was five minutes of injury time. Yeah. It, it was oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Michael
2: Owen missed an absolute. We're well, not a sitter, but you know he should at least have connected with the ball on yeah, yeah, his own ankle. Scoffed,
3: didn't he? I, I think uh, th- you could sort of tell the gulf between the two two teams as well. I mean, the way that, hmm. th- that uh, Leeds went about it, they were very workmanlike. And oh, there was yeah, a lot yeah. of drop passes and stuff, yeah. so you could yeah. tell that
0: Leeds weren't
1: uh, a Premiership outfit. For Apart example. from Wes
0: Brown, who got absolutely terrorised. <laughs> <from him.
1: laughs> I, I thought it was funny because I was watching it thinking, oh yeah, Leeds have... You
0: know, of course they're a big club, and I think I mean, they are two divisions below. Yeah, yeah. No. but they are a big club. No, oh, they're, no, no. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, of course they're a big club. It's yeah. not what I meant. Uh, yeah. you, you look at Leeds and they're playing at Old Trafford, and you think they're back in the Premier League. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure a lot of people thought one, that.
3: One thing that I didn't enjoy, I think I wrote on the first book while, where it was just um, where uh, Snowgrass was just dis- uh, took the ball off Rooney really cheekily, sort of yeah. just sort of nipped it off his toe, and um, Rooney did that. You know that horrible sight when Rooney gets the ball taken off him, and he just starts legging out. You know he he's a foul yeah, yeah, you know yeah. it's going to end with the fact. Yeah did it again and I was yeah. like if he does that during the summer we're going to be screwed. Gonna yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's screwed and he's still got it in he's his game he's got no discipline yeah. I, well, I did it just... against in the last one but why do it it's, it's an FA Cup rat against yeah. a,
0: a, a League One bloody side he like has got fair. better at that but he's have still got a yeah. bit of that in him True. Um, so I can't remember what he said it but um, so I'm sorry what I might have mentioned it to me that it, it annoyed me it was Tillsley commentator wasn't it oh, and he kept cool going cool. he kept going Leeds versus Manchester United it's just like being back in the 70s it's like all or 2002 I don't think
2: probably the highlight the game was here in Tilsley, get just gradually more gutted as the minutes <laughs> ebbed yeah. away. It was brilliant. It's
0: always nice. It's always nice. To there, was a, there was a great bit right
3: at the end of the match. As uh, as the Leeds fans started celebrating, it cut to a man who clearly hadn't been swearing when the camera oh, yeah. chose, so chose, chose him, and it was a toothless man yep. giving yep, 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 two yeah. fingers up yeah. to the pitch, and it made me think: isn't that isn't that just a metaphor for Leeds United? Yeah. Oh. Swearing a toothless man swearing at the Premiership.
1: <laughs> Beckford, um, I
0: thought Beckford played really really well. Yeah. It it his goal, well, Wes I mean- Brown was absolutely out of his depth <laughs> against a League One striker. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think Beckford's probably a championship standard striker.
1: Do you not think yeah. uh, Wes Brown would therefore be equipped to deal with, with Adriano?
0: I think he's one of the worst footballers I've <laughs> <of> ever seen. <laughs>
1: I think, <laughs> I think when you, harsh. Yeah, Matt, perhaps not one on the plane, then. But when you couple, it,
0: couple that with the fact that Alex Ferguson used to pipe up and say... Well, did we talk about this last week? The reason Manchester United didn't sign Rio Ferdinand the first time is because Alex Ferguson rated Wes Brown as better and said he was the best natural talent of a defender in the country. I don't
2: think mm-hmm. we no, we did that we didn't mention last that, but he, he well, definitely did say that. And also, yeah. he, I mean, he said before that if he hadn't had his injuries, he would have been an Eng- England regular for years and years and years. But, well, you know, I think mean, maybe, maybe he just had an off day. I mean, he's not always that
1: bad. He I don't think Wes solid. Brown's awful. I, I used to be very critical, but. Um, I think he's put in some good performances in the last few years. I think he suffered better. from injuries,
0: in fairness, and I think he suffered from not playing consistently. But I still think he's a. Poor, he he poor just defender. looked at,
1: against Beck but, yeah. Beckford, He just he just he just looked slow.
3: I, oh, yeah. really he's slow. Yeah, just, his Beckford's movement looked, looked looked really really good, and they, people sort of complain that he doesn't. He's a bit of an Andy Cole character. He sort of he he'll, he'll, he takes a lot of chances. That's to what people score say. Yeah, and. Stuff, <clears> and <throat> Uh, and that's not something I'm particularly happy about Newcastle United being in the market for him, because he's yeah. just another Charlotte, I think. I think he's I think a
0: championship
1: striker. player. He's certainly not yeah. a premiership player. I think I it's think. funny, a lot of people saying, oh, Beckford, who's he? Do you think he'll get snapped up? Yeah. Do you think, what? He's yeah. 26, he's been around for yeah. a few years. I yeah. think the thing
2: is, the name Jermaine Beckford sounds like a Premier League striker's
0: <laughs> name. Yeah, totally. <laughs> he's, he's banged goals in over the last couple of seasons, to be fair yeah. to him. But... Um, Look, it's, worth, it's worth mentioning that with Wes Brown, though, is that he's not a young player anymore. No. Yeah, mm. He's lost his pace. I think, is he? He's lost the pace he no, had. But what generally happens with defenders when they lose their pace, you see it with all these great Italian defenders over the years. They mm. gain the experience. They, right. they gain the sort, right. sort of right. savviness. And he's not gained that mm. at no. all. He should be putting... Someone like Jermaine Bedford to bed. Yeah,
2: you know, totally. And,
0: and you know, you can blame the, the injuries and the, and the fact that he's not been playing consistently, but to me, you've got to look at it the other way as well. You've got to say, well, this is his chance to play. He's not playing often. He's be- he better put a good performance in so he can get his place back. Mm. And he's not done that. And he only played last minute because Vidic pulled out, didn't he? So maybe that affected him as yeah, well. Yeah. It's difficult to know what to do, but he looked terribly out of his depth for yeah. me.
2: Apparently, there's a bit of a weird thing going on with Vidic, isn't there? Where, when he said, he apparently, he didn't play because something just didn't feel right in his body. And apparently, Ferguson said, like, I couldn't tell you what's wrong with him, but it's, it's all a bit frosty. It's and apparently, it's apparently he's like
1: unsettled. (laughs) I saw Fernando
0: Torres in the stand (laughs) and absolutely shitted.
1: Arsenal, good win at West Ham. (laughs) um, Turned it around, yeah. Yeah, I mean,
2: it was impressive, purely because... I mean, I said this when Arsenal won at Anfield, but I really... You know, this season um, at the beginning and a lot of last season, you look at Arsenal. You don't—they don't look capable of turning games around, but they have changed that. There's a real steal there. And Abu and Sami Nasri coming on made such a difference. But previously, they were players that might come off the bench and just like nothing would change. Um, yeah. th- th- there seems to be a depth there and a sort of a, um, a belief, I think yeah. Wenger would say. And but it's, it's actually real now, and it seems to be going on you know, on the pitch rather than just inside his head. Yeah, <laughs> <It> which <was nice. laughs> is
0: always a bonus. Yeah, yeah, very yeah, so, yeah. You believe
2: I, so many things. I, thi-
0: I think that it was a good performance from Arsenal after they sort of, um... Decided to sort of turn it on a little mm. bit. And Diamante's a super player for West Ham. Yeah, absolutely. I
2: like it. He did lose his head a bit towards the end. Oh, he always does. That's why so I love him <laughs> <a big laughs> But West Ham were brilliant, to be fair to him. And Valon Barami as well. Was oh, he's a good player. A he's lot, so busy,
0: it? Barami. He's, yeah. he's just what they needed to get him out of that sort of mess. if he can play consistently. The, one, the only sort of disappointment, really, for Arsenal's point of view was okay, they didn't have a great first half, but um, the boy Wilshire didn't play very well. Yeah, no. And he sort of did. I think the occasion got to him a little bit. Maybe. And you yeah. don't expect. I don't know whether we've been spoiled with young Arsenal players in the past, but you don't expect that to happen. Now, Ramsey, really, at the game by the but race. Ramsey's had a
2: lot more. He has. No, um, yes, yes. he's played a lot more games than Wilshire as well. I mean, even from from when he was at Cardiff. But I mean, yeah, Wilshire is a sort of bright talent. But a, a lot of fans have been calling to see more of him. Obviously, um, it is a case that Wenger knows best again. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, it would be nice to see him play more. But I think he's sort of like he's a sub on seventy-five minutes when you're 3 0 up at the moment. Oh,
0: of course, this is a bit of game experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. he's, he's going to turn
3: eighteen on New Year's Day, or something. Yeah. Or something. It, might, it might do him good to come on and uh, to, to play and lose. I think.
2: Oh, of
0: course, yeah. You yeah, will yeah. learn a lot from playing, <clears throat> really, Definitely. I can remember my first Premiership game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my first FA Cup tie. You know, it was yeah, always yeah. difficult.
3: Oh, that, yeah. Sooner signed you, didn't he? From, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't learn from it, though. <laughs> no. And Liverpool aren't learning aren't they, at the moment, are they? One all, uh, away to
0: Reading. They could have easily gone mm. Reading a 20th yeah. in the Championship. Yeah. It's, it's a weird one, and, and, and that's why the FA Cups are a really interesting tournament to watch. Where if you forget all the clichés that people spell all the time, it genuinely is. Are, because, are you suggesting yeah. that the magic... Yeah. He's still there, Luke. Yeah, I, I am. Good. I am. I think it's m- magic. I, c- couldn't be any- tell you what, it couldn't be more magic in that game if <laughs> if Paul Daniels came on the <laughs> pitch at <laughs> half-time and Paul did, did one of those tricks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought Liverpool were g- staring down the barrel and going out. I couldn't see him mm. do it, getting anything out of the game, but luckily they, I think they they'll... got probably, a really floopy. <laughs> they'll do oh. a job at Anfield. But that count was brilliant. No, yeah, I'll credit yeah, him yeah, there. That, yeah. was, that
2: was superb. You don't see that very, very often. That guy was entirely down to him. No, yeah. it was,
0: yeah. it was, yeah. See, if he had been offside, it would have been a dodgy one, but obviously mm. he managed to stay on, so.
1: The side who uh, went through from the third round, perhaps most emphatically, were Preston, beating Colchester to 7-0. Norberto um, Solano uh, might not have enjoyed watching that, mm. assuming that he did. Yeah. Um, Do you know John Parkin got a hat-trick in that game? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Beardy, large John Parkin. Just yeah. like me, isn't he? old-school, yeah. fat footballer. <laughs> He's
0: <laughs> just like me, but decent at football.
1: That is the magic of the cup, right there. Um, <laughs> I'll
0: tell you, Pompey were unlucky. In fairness, I do, I do bash Pompey quite a lot, but they were unlucky against Coventry. One all
1: with Coventry, yeah, they had a and lot that of was
0: in Portsmouth. It was, yeah. Do you yeah. fancy them to? to go frustrating,
2: Poventry. surely, is? It's, it's another is, game. I
0: will never way. fancy them. No, yeah, it, uh, uh, it's not these days. I mean, no, it's a sort of, it's a sort of um, fixture away at the Rico that Pompey will slip up at. It's interesting. it's the first time they've not won after not being paid. It seems, to it, it seems to work as an inter- yeah. interesting, yeah. motivational tool, not playing them players. It's the I'm
2: future. Like, Stop paying footballers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> my mum walked past, uh, I was talking to her about football, uh, at my mum's at the weekend, she went, well, they actually only get paid if they win anyway.
2: <laughs> my dad's like that. Sepp? Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> well, well for, that about, uh, for that amount of money, you should be able to bloody score from anywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah but that
1: bloke <laughs> defending is getting yeah. paid quite a lot as well, Dad, yeah. so sure, ah,
0: and money is no substitute for the basic laws of physics. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Paul Jewell's certainly very... Happy that that's mm. not the
0: case.
1: Mm. Um, uh, Middlesbrough lost to Manchester City at home. Mm. Shock result there. Eh? They're having a little bit of a bad time. Bit of a wobble. Mm. They're eleventh on on thirty two points, um, and they're five points off the the playoffs. But
0: they were right at the top when Strachan took yeah. over. Yeah. Well, that's strange... right. They collected
1: two points from from Strachan's f- uh, first four games in charge.
2: It, whoever the manager coming in is, it's always a risk to change a manager at that. No, stage one of the point,
0: especially when you're doing well. One, one point, point off all. the top. Yeah, it's, I mean, I do think the track decent, <clears throat> I think he's alright, so I think he'll probably turn it round, but I mean, it, the problem is with that division, it's such a difficult division to get up anyway, as we say all the time, yeah. so if you, if you slip up and you start falling away, it's very difficult to get back up there again, because everyone takes points off yeah. e- each other, do you know what I mean? It's
2: like that bit um, in Gladiators, at the end, where you've yeah, got to run, the run the up travel a treadmill, which is a yeah.
0: Yeah, it really is.
1: Yeah. They should call it that
0: instead (laughs) of the championship. championship It's rubbish. coca Cola
1: Travelator from now on. You can have that idea for free. The biggest deficit I saw in gladiators was this, this <laughs> massive tonk guy, he was, and he had a, like an 18 second head start or something, because normally it was only about a five second head start. Well, it's, one p- it's uh, half a second per point. Exactly, and yeah. he roasted it. He was like bigger than most of the gladiators, he was yeah. hammering him. Yeah. and he got to the travelator. Couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. No. I think I remember that. He had about three goes and the other guy nipped him. Was the crowd giving him it as well? His, his daughter was crying.
0: Uh, I, I would the, the worst thing about football in this day and age is I wouldn't put it past some decision-maker to, to to name a league the travel travelator. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that could happen. <laughs>
1: mm. Celtic won, Rangers won. Mm. Bloody good point for Rangers. Even Walter Smith said that they didn't deserve it. They've mm. they, they, got something coming. They
0: conceded and then scored pretty much straight away, didn't they? Well,
1: they, they? Uh, conceded on 79 and, and then equalised on 81. I think with their only shot on target. The whole game, Celtic absolutely pummeled them.
0: I know the Rangers keep made a couple of welders, didn't
1: they? Yeah, so uh, keeping Rangers keeping a, a bit of distance from Celtic. I think yeah. they're seven points... Uh, yeah. Front nail. So, uh... Sh- uh Sad.
0: It was o- It was only recently we were talking about how close SPL is, Exactly, that? yeah, no, Sanctuary. it's really...
1: Yeah, but, but it's lasted, uh... Evens itself out. It lasted longer than
0: what I thought, but I think... That's they why they well. should adopt a South American model, Marcus. Mm. Have two championships a season, as you rightly said. Well, as a friend of mine said. Well, I think I think it's only fair you take credit. But if It'll you're be...
1: putting it in good light and
3: mm. want to give me the credit, then that's absolutely yeah. fine. Well, I reckon that Boyd's going to go in January anyway, so that might... Where's he
1: going to go? Off. I'd like to see how New he's doing Russell? the Premiership. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He
3: might go to Newcastle look, that's <laughs> where he might go. But <laughs> well, he's
1: got the record now, he's p- ahead of Henrik Larsson with yeah. goals in the league. Yeah. It's
3: incredible.
2: Yeah. I'd like yeah. to see how he fares in, in, in the Premier League. because like he, He's a goal machine at that
0: level, and you just never know. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to do... Di- I'm not going to do... tell you we'll go. Football. Birmingham. Yeah, we'll go somewhere yeah. like there. Yeah. Well, but Alex McLeish has done a fantastic job down there, a you know.
1: fantastic job.
0: Ivan mm. Chucho up front, prolific.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey. Speaking of, of prolific goal scorers, Francesco Totti. mm mm-hmm. Is He's uh, apparently is prepared to come out of international retirement. Oh, how very good of him. Mm. <laughs> exactly. Prepared. Yeah. Yeah. He says, he says, it, um, I will decide in April. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> If Marcello Lippi calls me up, (laughs) if I am fit, and if the group wants me, I will go. Do you think this was his plan all along, just to miss that qualifying? It's really harsh. Get rid of qualifying, or get rid of all (laughs) the uh, pre-tournament friendlies and all that business. Just, I'm not... Call me when the lights are on. (laughs) You know, it's (laughs) is different. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's harsh. I mean, obviously the manager's priority is to pick his best players, I think Mm. we all understand that. But if you look at the players that the strikers at Italy uh, have used to get them into the World Cup in the first place, you know, like uh, Rossi and Yaquinta and, and Dina Natale and Giardino. It's, it's, yeah, it's terribly unfair. <laughs> you can't you can't just bomb one of them off. Well I mean, you, you know. know Luke, you're a notable
3: Ronaldo, Brazilian Ronaldo advocate, I
0: am. so I am, yeah. Absolutely. You can't you can't, it's you can't. Oh, Pete,
1: I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you something if Roger Miller fancies
0: it, yeah. the only <laughs> thing is Pete, should be worried. Pete, Ronaldo's never said he's not playing for Brazil anymore. <laughs> he's just said, pick me if you want. And, and, yeah. That's and, very true. That and is... Totti's actually said, I'm, I'm retired from Italian football, uh, from world international football, and he did it after the World Cup.
1: And I, I don't
0: think fits. it's fair for him to come along and just go, all right, yeah, I fancy a bit of this now. You know, Indeed. I want to be captain and I want free kicks and penalties as well. You know what I <laughs> mean? Where well... will it end, Pete? <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey? <laughs> Hang on a minute. He says he, he'll decide in April. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, <so. laughs>
0: hello, is that, is that, um, <laughs> is that Giuseppe Rossi? <laughs> yeah, it's Francesco Totti, yeah. yeah. You know you've got your suitcase back and everything? Forget it.
2: <laughs> you're a young lad, don't worry about yeah, it. You'll yeah. have other, other opportunities. Yeah. Um, and he will do. When Totti's dead. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> but I tell you what, because I tell you, he's going to be pairing up with Luca Toni, isn't he, at Roma? Were well, you just about mm. to say that? I was moving on to that. So they could put, a, put up a prolific sort of partnership at Roma for the last hey, oh, few oh, yeah. months. I'll do the links. All right.
1: Um, yeah, they could both get in. Do you know what's a, quite something uh, is that Luca Toni <laughs> is, <right>? is going <laughs> to Roma and they, I think they're going to link up there. And is he
0: looking to build his, his amazing performance at Euro 2008 <laughs> know <what>, you know, <laughs> for the World Cup 2010 he's golden got boot. he World
1: Cup winner's medal. That's yeah, true, yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah, Luca Toni is, uh, is going to Roma. Um, he's, uh, he's only on loan for the rest of the season. Um, because he was out of favour with... He had a bus stop with Van Hal, didn't he? Well, he said that uh, I have a splendid relation with the Bayern directors... (laughs) Here's my cousin. (laughs) ...who understood my desire to come to Roma. I had problems with uh, Van Hal, but anyway, that's in the past, and I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'll talk about it again in June if I'm still at Roma.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So he'll
2: start slagging him off if he doesn't have to go back I really, really want him to stay there now. (laughs) I want to see what's going on. Louis Van Hal like... He just looks like a man who'd have a go at you. Looks like a pig. Oh,
0: don't be out of order.
2: He
1: does. He's a fantastic manager. Well, he's not at the moment, but... Yeah, he's... they're not doing that well. Well, actually, they are third in the league. He's very, very tight in Germany. Yeah. I can't stress that enough. He always seems to be, though. (laughs) though. Hang on. Eleven points separate first and tenth in Germany. (laughs) Wow. Um, The top five is separated by five points.
0: Can I talk about another striker playing in Italy? Please do. Goran Pandev. Yeah, he's mm. just moved. Yeah, he, he finally managed to get out of uh, being bullied with an inch of his life by Lazio. Yeah, uh, and who, who wouldn't let him? Well, he he said he wanted to move in the summer. And he wasn't going to sign a new contract. That's so, right. So, uh, that's rather right. than sort of uh, either getting some cash for him mm. or, um, or or giving him a new contract, they just they just right, well, Bunged him in the reserves. They did you? Yeah. And then they and they wouldn't let him leave. It's, t- it's shocking. He right. got he got a decision. He got like a load. I uh, got about a hundred thousand euros in mm. conversation and now he's obviously moved on. Mm. To but Inter. Yeah, I, I think he's a good player, Goran Pandev, and I think he's definitely the best Macedonian footballer I know. <laughs> <laughs> a shadow of a doubt. Who else? Go on. Darko Panchev.
1: Yeah. He
0: was Yugoslavia, and he's retired
1: about actually, twenty years but ago. Actually, from
0: Macedonia. Yeah, though. but he retired ages ago.
1: Well, he's from, Macedonia. Though. <laughs> um. <laughs> Geeks. <laughs> Thank you, Lauro. Turkish side and Karaguchu.
0: <laughs> well, well,
1: well done. First time, well done. I can confirm. I, you yeah.
0: know, I eased up and took it. You've been r- on the train, he wouldn't talk to me all the way up. You? He's <laughs> saying it over and over and again. That's because I couldn't <laughs>
1: get a word in. Yeah, we'll get um, some Turkish
0: um, listeners saying that you're, sp- you're pronouncing it wrong anyway.
1: Um, uh, Turkish side and Karaguchu. Are uh, claiming to have completed the signing of Newcastle and Cameroonian midfielder Jeremy. I thought Thank they were skint. Thank Christ for that. <laughs> <laughs> he was on sixty grand at Newcastle. That's <laughs> right. Sixty grand he in the chat. An hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's re- I thought they were. Didn't have any cat. I thought because obviously Darius Vassell's there. Did he get
0: didn't, didn't, well, he he kicked vic- out of his hotel? Evicted <laughs> from his
1: hotel. Yeah. You know he's got he's got a, like a blog sort of website thing. Of Vassell. Yeah, oh. he's kind of it's it's like his own kind of Twittery sort of thing. He did little few updates on there and uh, the competitions. Mm. Oh, right. There's <laughs> a lot of football on Twitter. <laughs> Apparently Freddie addo has been talking about his yeah, move.
0: I follow Darren, Darren Bent on Twitter. He's very exciting. Yeah, I, yeah. I do
2: enjoy the, the, Darren Bent. Actually,
0: <laughs> Darren Bent actually had the tea. Logo from Twitter sticks into his boots, one not he? And with DB10 The <laughs>
3: Truth written on them, was not it? Yeah. What? I like the, um, I, I like that fake Ray Parler, I like him. Yeah, he, he's got, he's, he's class. He sometimes pops up with, so what are your, uh, what are your tips for 2010, musically? And he to like, say, <laughs> I'm addicted to the XX, oh yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Kai Rooney's got a little Twitter account as well, yeah. hasn't <laughs> no. he? Wayne Rooney's son. It's f- not really him. Um, no, I know. It's a picture of Shrek.
3: I'm pretty sure the Jack Warner <laughs> one's real. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, if you're not following the Jack Warner one, it's, it's a
1: genuine great piece of work. I uh,
0: haven't got any money yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tweeting, but I'm not getting
1: paid. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Former referee Graham Pohl uh, has been saying recently that um, the number of referees officiating in the Premier League is not healthy. Is mm. well, I think he makes a fair
0: point. Are there, are there enough yellow cards? <laughs> 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 Well, I think referees are under so much pressure with fitness and they get complained about all the time that maybe it's not easy to find ones that are up to the standards that they need. But they rest them quite a lot the not not they, they, well, they if, have to, If yeah. they get in
3: trouble, but if they get in trouble <laughs> for whatever reason, they, they chuck them down like yeah. a step and they, they yeah. don't get these big games. Well, but then some of them just slip out completely into
0: the championship and it just... Yeah, but the problem isn't that they're, they're, the problem isn't they're refereeing too many games, I don't think. I think the problem is they're refereeing the same teams too often. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Which is obviously a bit of a dangerous... Well, that's what Paul was saying.
1: He was saying that um, they can sometimes ref the same team seven or eight times a season.
0: Can you remember when, um, I can't remember the, name of the referee, Mike, someone, not Mike Riley. Mike Dean. Ma- Mike, Mike Dean, I think it was, when, when he played the advantage for a Liverpool goal and they scored and he started celebrating. But he was celebrating because he played the advantage because he was really pleased with himself. But oh, everyone but was like, oh, s- oh, hang on a minute. I think it was Liverpool against Sunderland, <laughs> <What> mate. <laughs> rightfully so. Yeah. Celebr- he started pumping his fist when Liverpool scored. Well, wasn't, there,
3: wasn't there a referee, I can't remember what, I, I just remember seeing a clip at the end of an FA Cup final, he sank to his knees <laughs> <and> went, <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, Do you remember? Sh- I yeah, can't remember who it was against. It just, it just really yeah. sticks in my mind. Just like that's
0: <laughs> what because he was so pleased that he refereed in the FA Cup final. No,
3: no, I think it just. It got I he it without without it. No, I think he support, Clearly, supported one of the teams. It's outrageous. No, I can't. Surely, he got through it without. Because I know that pitchy. Rob
0: Styles never refereed Pompey games because that's where he's mm. from. He's from. I've seen Rob Styles out on like a Christmas night out in Pompey. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: remember the referee before the Barcelona Arsenal Champions League final was pictured uh, with a Barcelona kit on, well, holding a Barcelona kit. He was taken off. Mexican club. Exactly. Mm, um, Jesus. Yeah, he was, he was taken away.
2: Do you think referees have to um, actually sort of declare who they support when, I don't think w- they do. when they've they got side th- careers?
1: Well, th- where they're from,
2: I think. One to ask Jeff Winter. Yeah. Sure. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, yeah. Jeff. <laughs> Let's um, not ask Jeff Winter anything ever again. People, anyone out there who's like got in, a, in the broadcast sort of industry, don't ask Jeff Winter anything ever again. <laughs> and Then they'll never be on the telly again. And be- yet,
2: at the same time, you should visit Jeff Winter like media Entertainment.com or yeah. whatever he's called his website because it is fucking hilarious. But do
0: it through a proxy so he doesn't get the hits.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a fair plea. Um, yeah, Graham Pop also saying that. He was saying that refs need to be stronger um, mm. with with their decisions and, and, and one thing or another, not be bullied. By it's a really some really clubs.
0: difficult job.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, he said that Mike Riley, who uh, heads up the association, he you know he reports to uh, into a board which is. Um, you know, as uh, Graham Paul was saying, is basically run by the Premier League. So yeah, it's yeah. the clubs themselves, mm. as he puts it, who are dictating policy, as opposed to the laws of the game. So there you go, Ferguson, it's your own problem.
0: <laughs> sort it out. <laughs> well, the, the issue is also that you know, if you take it, if you strip it down to its bare essentials, you, you're effectively in charge of 22 men, all who get paid loads more than you, all are universally loved by thousands and thousands of people who are at the same place. So it's, diffi- it's never going to please everyone and, all the and, time. And
3: nobody knows the names
0: of any linesmen. Put it that way. And, <laughs> and, 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 like they're. they're the ones that, that I anyway. heard that I heard that the Liverpool Reading game when um, the linesman gave the correct decision for um, Dirk Cow to, to not uh, be offside. Mm. And the, the commentator, I forget who it was, even the commentator went, Oh, and you've got to give credit to um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chris, Chris Davidson there, <laughs> Chris Lydor. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> you've got to give credit to Johnny <laughs> Flags. There,
2: uh, Johnny <laughs> Flags. <laughs> On the subject of Mike Riley, I just want to point out that he looks a lot like one of the vultures from the Disney Robin Hood.
0: Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. I think that's a good point. <laughs> that's
2: a wonderful Well, thing. I'm glad I made
0: it. Yeah. Good. And so are we.
1: <laughs>
0: right! Emails. <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> that's not Roy Walker. The worst Roy Walker. No. That I've ever I can heard. do a worse one. Go on, Go on, on. I can only do two impressions. Reats. I can only do, I can only do <laughs> Dave from Gavin and Stacey and Louis Armstrong. See, only I can do. Which one's Dave?
1: Oh, we can all do Louis Armstrong. Oh, oh. I like
0: Ness. That guy <laughs> isn't oh, that, that just kinda. a Welsh man? Yes, yeah. yes it is. Yeah, yeah lad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we can all do Louis Armstrong, can we? Go and do a Louis Armstrong, then, Marcus. We have <laughs> all that's awful. the time. I, I think you meant to be doing this. We have all oh, the that's, time. That's, that's,
3: <laughs> Bill. that's
1: Bill Cosby. Three of us can do it. <laughs> that's yeah,
0: Bill, Bill Cosby doing Louis Armstrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bill Cosby, Jello yeah. pudding, great man. Yeah. Well,
3: that's not Bill Cosby? That is. You should advertise Jello pudding. Jello <laughs>
1: <laughs> with the hip in and the half.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let's do emails.
1: Yeah, emails, um, emails, emails. Well, I don't have an email to read out. You God. three do. Oh, One of you's going first.
0: Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Oh, <coughs> I
1: Delegate, Marcus. Just make a decision. James is going right. first. Hello,
2: hello, Ramblers. Right.
1: Hello. hello. Doing my
2: rounds this morning in the supermarket, getting everything looking spick and span. I saw something that caught my eye. I assume he works in a supermarket. Yeah, uh, he's doing it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for his own sake, I hope that's the truth. Um, the object in question was a tin of Café Pele, freeze-dried champion. On the tin is a picture <laughs> of Pele celebrating a goal and it claims it contained quality coffee. Has Pele lost his mind? Is he saying... I would on uh, the uh, probably <laughs> yes. Has he sold his great name by putting his face on a tin of coffee that may or may not be quality? Will we see Maradona counter that by putting his face on a packet of condoms? Probably. I've lost faith in old school football a bit after this. Oh, and don't get too upset about this. Australian cricketer Mike Hussey was marketing bic pens in the same aisle. What a world we live in! Cheers, lads. That's Matt from Brisbane in Australia. Now, Matt Pele will put his name on anything. <laughs> He's been hawking all kinds of things, Have you just including got into the- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> including Viagra for many many years.
0: I've got one thing to add to that, and that's that, that I think that Maradona would probably prefer bareback.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think we
2: can
0: agree on that. Maradona's yeah, definitely. definitely not a condom man. It, w- it would be <laughs> yeah, the contraceptive yeah, pill yeah, he would be yeah, advertising. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you would.
1: <laughs> Thanks, for <laughs> yeah. that. Thanks for that, man. The, the hand job of God.
0: All the way from Brisbane, <laughs> Australia
1: as well. Good man. Pete, you've got the next one. Um, this is,
3: uh, referring to our kind of call to arms, because you looking for a goalkeeper last oh, week, yeah. weren't we? Uh, have we found one yet? Yeah, have we got been, one, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's T- his name?
0: Tom Mortimer, he's only 17, I've got his number and everything, he's definitely come in. And he's ex-Derby, is he? He's ex-Derby County, yeah. Academy? Yeah, Academy. <laughs> hey, Still. Yeah. Come and have a kick. <laughs> he's picked <laughs> himself up. Come on, have a kick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're in though, Tom, and I <laughs> shall be calling you this week. Good lad, how tall is he? It'll be like a withheld number. <laughs> <laughs> Seven, six. Is come he on. as good as Phil Jag- Jag-
3: Jagielka? I don't know
0: equally as good <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> well this one is from a young man by the name of Ali Dyer uh, oh, really? hello Ramble Force ho oh, your last podcast says you were looking for a goalie for your 11 a side team well I'm your man I'm not really a keeper but I'll give it a go here's my CV I have experience playing in both France and Germany I also may have represented my country 13 times I come highly recommended by a former world player of the year and hall of famer George Ware he's my cousin that's yeah. his cousin Grimsiness also speaks good of me uh, playing in place of Matt Letizia once. Uh, <laughs> if you want me, give me a call or email Ali Dyer Sense Legend. Thank you very much, Ali Dyer. I don't believe that's really him. <laughs> <laughs> Given
0: well, that well, his, well, his well. email address isn't alidyer at hotmail.com I don't think it is him.
1: For those who don't know, Google. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... Thanks, Ali. We'll, we'll put you on the bench uh, at some stage. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> Lukey Emoor, you've got the um, next one. The reason
0: we're not having Ali diaries is because apparently he's a, bit, he's a bit Ibrahimovic when it comes to trials. He doesn't do trials.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, he,
0: he, he is Ali. Um,
1: <laughs> Luke, you got one.
0: Right. Hi, Luke. Um, this is from a guy called Tom Penn. Hi, Luke. I thought as you promised to read another one of my emails, I would try and make it a good one. Remember Sasa Churchich? Yeah. Now, Tom is a guy who a number of weeks ago, we read his email out, but I very unprofessionally forgot to mention his name, so... Yeah, f- to forget something. Tom Penn, Tom Penn, Tom Penn. Don't at this time. As it's a Crystal... fan,
2: weird, then. Yeah, yeah you Sh- it Sean you Penn, pens, did you? No, Tom oh, Penn.
0: As a Crystal Palace fan, I have fond memories of Sasa Churchich, Church, not only his amazing <laughs> skills and technique, but also the fact that he was a complete nutcase. I remember him once diving to win a penalty against Watford at home. A couple of minutes later, he went to take a throw in right in front of the away supporters, who were obviously giving him some abuse. His response was to start doing keepy-ups and other tricks right in front of them, with a stupid grin on his face, until the referee had to come over and tell him to hurry up with the (laughs) throne. I can also remember him taking part in a one-man protest at another home game in 1999, which involved him doing a lap around the pitch with a Yugoslav flag around his shoulders protesting the NATO bombing campaign taking place at the time. He left Palace after having some fitness and attitude problems, in quotes, <laughs> and after a brief spells from the MLS and at Motherwell he announced his retirement from the game in 2001 aged just 29, 29 with the following statement I would not sign for another club, even if I was offered 15 million dollars. However, it would be different if they were to instead offer me 15 different women from all around the world I would tell the club chairman, please let me make these women happy, I will satisfy them like they've never been satisfied before
3: <laughs> uh, That's not a contract in, Him and Casano should
0: have a TV show together. <laughs> <laughs> I smile a sitcom. In 2007, Churchich appeared with the Serbian version of Celebrity Big Brother and won it. Yeah, he's Jake's a winner. He's a born winner. <laughs> this led to a string of appearances on various other reality shows, including the Serbian version of The Farm in 2009, oh, where he goodness. may or may not have wanked off a pig, but like <laughs> like that girl did. Uh, rumours have been circulating that he has been approached by Channel 4 with a view to appearing on the UK version of Celebrity Big Brother in 2010. Yeah, rumours by you, Tom, because that's already happened now. Anyway, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year and ho! That's brilliant, Tom, thanks a I, I can
3: exclusively reveal that uh, he, he didn't uh, wank off one pig, he wanked off fifteen pigs. Did he? <laughs> <laughs>
1: they were satisfied pigs. Like they'd look, never look, been satisfied yeah. before. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That's great stuff.
2: So, uh, Marcus, uh, who's gonna get the goodie bag? The Championship Manager goodie bag?
0: Tom. Tom Penn? Tom. Tom did the research. The good news is, Tom, you've won the um, the Championship Magic goodie bag. The bad news is, we really do expect you to pass on the Church Church So <laughs> <laughs> please make sure you do that.
3: Hello, I'm Dean Windas, and this is my Hall of Fame.
0: Thank you very much. Um,
1: uh, it's profile time. It's Dean is Herald. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Isn't it just, James? Isn't it just? This week, we have a a different profile, a different type of profile than we've had before. We've got a match. Ooh. Mm. Mm. It's the 1950 World Cup final. Interesting, Marcus. Please tell us more. (laughs) (laughs) This happened on the 16th of (laughs) July, 1950.
0: 17 years before. Summer of Love. (laughs) Wasn't actually the final, though, was it, Marcus? I hope you're going to point that out in a minute. Well, uh, all right. Just checking. Just checking you on your toes. (laughs) Quick game's a good game, isn't it? This is the present. (laughs)
1: Um... 1950 World Cup uh, was held in, in Brazil, and the final was held in Rio, in the uh, very famous American R Stadium. Newly built especially for it. It was indeed, mm. it was <clears> indeed. <throat> and this was the first World Cup since uh, the end of the Second World War. And uh, as you say, Luke, Brazil and uh, Uruguay, it was the last game of the tournament. However, to call it a final... As we know, it's is, is, isn't it? Is, is perhaps incorrect because the way they did it back then is there was no knockout round once you got through the first uh, group stage. It was kind of... um, those Because 13 teams signed up for this uh, World Cup. The World Cup was done vastly differently.
0: They loved the round robin then, didn't they? Mm.
1: They did love a little round robin. We had Fraser. It makes me think of smug
2: families sending out Christmas letters about what they've been doing and what they've achieved through the year.
0: It makes (laughs) me think of the Jackson 5 round robin.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that as well. Yeah. but the second group stage, it was um, comprised of one group, which was the winners from the groups of the first stage. Mm. So the final, the 1950 World Cup final, as, as many people may know it, was actually the final group game. But it just so happened to work out that it, it was between Brazil and Uruguay, and they were the only ones who could win it. Which is why, when people say Brazil only needed a draw to win it, mm. well, they did, because that would have, they would have finished mm. top of the group. Yeah. As I said, it was the first World Cup since Second World War. Um, Interestingly enough, throughout um, the Second World War, the uh, Jules Romay trophy was hidden in a shoebox under the bed of the uh, Italian FIFA vice president, Dr... Otterino um, Barassi. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine giving I that a Jack Warner. <laughs> 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 he
2: probably
1: got down. the original one. I was going to say the, the, the current one is under his bed. My <laughs> other,
0: my other fact about the Jules Rimet trophies—you know that Brazil got given to keep? Yes, mm. they did. Yeah, because yeah, they won it three times. Yeah. Um I read, I read that they just had it in like a shabby old cabinet on the wall the Brazilian Football Federation. <laughs> they just got, and it just got nicked. It got nicked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just got stolen. Yeah, that was true. that.
1: No, I ever saw it again. No, yeah. that's not true. Because I saw the real one in the and Arena. Did you? Look,
2: no, that's not true. No pickles bailing them out.
0: <laughs> it was, apparently, it was like they reckon it was immediately melted down for gold, and, and then they yeah, yeah, sold yeah.
1: it. Well, James <laughs> says that the English, that when England won it, of course, it was famously stolen, and yeah. Pickles the dog found yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in honor of hosting this uh, first competition since 1938, and so only 13 teams entered. Brazil uh, erected the largest stadium in the world, uh, which was in Rio, and it was designed <laughs> to—yes, erected. Um, it was designed <laughs> to really hold, It was designed to hold 200,000 people. And the, the uh, official attendance of the game was one hundred and seventy-three thousand or one hundred seventy-four thousand. But there's a that's lot ridiculous. Of, a yeah, lot yeah. of people say that it was like two hundred and five, two hundred and ten thousand. Yeah. You know, so they reckon it was one hundred and seventy-four thousand paying customers yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> right. and their friends. So as we say, the the, uh, the setup of the finals was slightly different to, to what we know now, and actually what was before it. But um, into the final match it went. It was Brazil versus Uruguay. And Brazil only needing a draw to uh, lift the f- trophy for the first time. Uruguay had previously won the World Cup in 1930. Um, and Brazil were on top form coming into this match. They had scored 13 goals in their in their previous two uh, pool matches. Uruguay had only scored five times and struggled on both occasions. Brazil clear favourites to win. I mean, clear favourites. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Brazil was football mental then. Yeah. I mean, it always know. has been. Absolutely. Yeah, and they... So Brazil's... Uh, two games in that pool. They beat Sweden 7-1 and they beat Spain 6-1. So they were top with four points because it two points for a win going into the final match. Uruguay, however, were, were in second place. They uh, drew two all with Spain and beat Sweden 3-2 and scored the winner five minutes from time. So you can imagine how confident yeah, yeah. the Brazilians were. Oh. And in front of their own fans. That, and that would have been... The, it's not as if, you know, Uruguay would have been allocated 20,000 at that, you know. Yeah.
0: No, and, and also there was like... Um... It was almost like, that. I've read quite a bit about the events surrounding it, and there was, you know, they were as close as you could, I mean, you can imagine, they were as close to you could get with uh, celebrating. Yeah. But, I mean, it was like there was newspaper articles the day before saying, the, like, you know, yeah. the new world champions or before the game had even been played. <laughs> the mayor they, they
1: really did assume they'd already won. The mayor of Rio proclaimed Brazil world champions prior to kickoff. Yeah. So the whole, the whole country was gripped um, with football fever. And as I say, you know, there was over two hundred thousand of them in the stadium yeah, yeah. supporting. That's some
0: atmosphere room. that is. That's <laughs> double over double the amount of people who we went to the new camp. Yeah. Which was yeah, a ridiculous atmosphere. That. Yeah. that stadium must have covered a city.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean that's that's more people than most towns. It's more know, people
0: that, than the know. entire population of Portsmouth. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Giddy aunt So anyway, before the match uh, In Uruguay's uh, dressing room um, Their coach, uh, Juan Lopez He he informed their team He said the best chance of surviving The powerful offensive line of Brazil Would be to to adopt a more defensive strategy Um, and and, And he left the room And the captain of the side Varela, he stood up and addressed the team himself, saying, uh, Juancito is a good man, but today he is wrong. If we play defensively against Brazil, our fate will be no different from Spain or Sweden's. Yeah. He what then, he said
0: there is basically, if we sit back, we're going to get murdered, gents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> he did. And so he said, uh, he d- apparently delivered a real emotional mm. and rousing speech. Could you call it Churchillian, Marcus? I would absolutely, and Hollywood-esque. And apparently, this speech got them up for it so much. Like all the players said that it was such an important thing. Mm. And uh, he delivered uh, apparently, it was a memorable line now. He said, Muchachos, los de afuera son de palo que comencia la función. Yeah, which I'm sure you're all aware of, means, <laughs> boys, outsiders don't play. Let the show begin. Oh, that's big. That's big. it's <laughs> massive, yeah, big. can you yeah.
2: imagine that? Yeah, yeah, They're yeah.
1: sitting in this room yeah.
3: with 200,000 people outside yeah. all singing I'd, for the other side. I series. just think it's disappointing from Varela, to be honest. I think yeah. he, he went against his manager's wishes. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he should be shipped out. <laughs> two he will never play again. Two weeks, <laughs> fine.
0: <laughs> two, two weeks, <laughs> <majors> <laughs> fine. Two weeks, fine. would not stand for that. You
1: yeah. wouldn't do. He wouldn't do. Well, the game started as as most people would have thought with uh, Brazil piling on the pressure. However, Uruguay managed to get to half-time and it was nil-nil. Brazil took, uh, you know, an expected lead after half-time. Uh, uh, Friaca, on 47 minutes, uh, put them one up. Mm. And blimey, it was party time. Yeah, yeah. Not only were they, they already thought they'd won, but mm. they, they were goal-up. No, it was official. <laughs> it, it pretty much was, yeah. I mean, you might as well have walked off the pitch, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. So the whole stadium's absolutely rocking. But um, Varela, the Uruguayan captain... Suddenly he came into his own. He disputed uh, the validity of the goal to the referee, and he really argued uh, with the referee about that. But I think that was more a psychological kind of thing mm-hmm. he was doing mm-hmm. there. And apparently he calmed down, he took the ball to the centre of the field, turned around and shouted to his team, Now, it's time to win! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: this guy's amazing!
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a class, isn't it? They equalised in the 66th minute when uh, Alcides Gigi beat his man down the right, because he was their right winger talented right winger. He's
0: absolutely mustered Gigi.
1: Yeah. He centred for Schiafino to score, and then with 11 minutes remaining came the moment, (laughs) which is in the football history book.
0: The moment which absolutely destroyed Brazil (laughs) (laughs) as a nation. Not just a football nation, but as a nation. (laughs) For years. Gigi, he burst past his
1: man down the right, and he shot near post against uh, the goalkeeper Barbosa, and it went in. Absolutely unthinkable. And the crowd... From that moment, were silent. Pretty everyone much to everyone the end
2: mentions of the game. this when talking about this game. Yeah. All, all the reports from people that were there. Apparently, imagine a crowd of two hundred
1: thousand people that have just been partying and going mental, just suddenly being just silent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, Jules Rame himself was um, was at the game, and he described it. He said the silence was morbid, sometimes too difficult to bear. And Creepy. There's a of yeah.
0: few, few little pockets of Uruguayans around. You just go. <laughs> <laughs> hey. it's,
3: it's
1: I, like, would you like, dare? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> completely cool. getting your pocket
3: picked and just sort of. Lo- it's like l- looking out in your garden seeing someone messing around
0: with your shed. Mm. You go, what, what, is he, what, what are they What's, yeah. <laughs> <What's> he <doing? laughs> yeah. He's not supposed to be there. It absolutely <laughs> decimated Brazil. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The famous fact is that um, there's something like ten times the amount of books written about that final they lost, and there is about the 1970 uh, winning yeah. final. Mm. Yeah. Well, there <laughs> were
1: suicides and things, weren't there? Oh, it? yeah, it, it was terrible. Yeah. 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 Well, um, Jules remain himself, as I said, was there. The guy who obviously was um, the mastermind behind the World Cup. And he had prepared a speech in Portuguese to congratulate the winners because he thought he was going to be Brazil. <laughs> what well, yeah, yeah. well,
0: a yeah. waste time. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Well, of time, what have I done? Well, will do it anyway, but no-one's going to understand it now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was French, not Cockney. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> his, uh, his dad was a Cockney. But of course this wasn't case, the case. And the organisers <laughs> of, of the World Cup they didn't have a ceremony. the whole ceremony was Geer prepared for around <laughs> Brazil, <laughs> so a ceremony did not take place. That's
0: what you need for motivation of your are yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> although then when it comes to actually winning it, you'd be proper pissed off. <laughs> yeah, by that yeah, if you weren't I'm, too giddy from just winning the World Cup.
0: No, yeah. we
1: we we won a football trophy is it? as a as a ramble team <laughs> yeah. together, and I'm it's sure you know, yeah, a lot bring of that in. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, like, if I may, because yeah. uh, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners maybe won medals and so on. The 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 ceremony for this. World Cup final match was quite similar to what I'm sure we've all experienced after winning something like yeah. that. It ended up with Jules Romay himself, with the trophy named after him, walking around the pitch, shouting after the Uruguayan captain,
0: <laughs> so he could give him the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> World
1: Cup final.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. In the stadium of 200,000. That's crazy. Well, I don't think there was many of them left at that point. Well, I don't they're gone.
1: well actually, to be fair to the crowd, I think they did actually give him a round of applause. They? They, they were gracious in defeat. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, and, and the the Brazilian Football Confederation had made twenty two gold medals with the names of the players uh, imprinted on them, so they had to get rid of them. Mm. And at that time, the FIFA arrogant.
3: I mean, it's a yeah. football match; <laughs> yeah, these yeah, things
1: yeah. happen. Yeah. But the thing is, though, um, the, the reason why I think it it, um, it just <laughs> destroyed Brazil so much and they took it so seriously is, is, is a lot of people will tell you there's never been a war in Brazil. They've never actually had. Oh,
0: well, this is it. Yeah, psychologically, it's a massive, massive yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, this was this was a national tragedy. They, I mean, anyone who thinks that. England, English people are passionate about football. Oh, yeah. Needs to look at Brazil because I mean they, they, everything they do is channeled through their football team. Oh know? yeah, like you were saying to me uh, the other day, Marcus. Like football in Brazil. Is, is split into two sort of eras. Not when they won the World Cup five times, no. before that and after that. It's, it's when that 1950 final, yes. before that and after that. It's, it's like, like BC and AD Yeah, it's really, it is. It's absolutely huge. And and, yeah. and the goalkeeper, Barbosa, who, if you, well. if you actually look at the goal, hopefully we can find it on YouTube and stick it up, um, it wasn't really even his fault. It was a good goal. It I mean, was pretty, cl- I mean, it was near post, but he was he was pretty, I mean, he was pretty inside the box. Yeah, I mean, he. And yeah, let's not forget, by the way, Barbosa was probably the, Arguably the best keeper in the world at the time. Yeah. he was a brilliant keeper. I think he was at Vasco um, when he went right, during right. that World Cup. Um, he famously used to um, not wear any gloves, even mm. though gloves had just been re- introduced sort of here and there, because he wanted to feel the ball. And he was a real footballer's goalkeeper, mm. Mm. and he kept him in so many games. And he got completely crucified and actually died like a, a really unhappy man. And there's a famous quote from him, which was something like, um, "Oh well, in Brazil, the maximum jail sentence you can get is thirty years, but I've served fifty years already for that
1: for something and- I've." Not been responsible exactly, and yeah. they did yeah. they
0: send him the goalpost when they, they replaced said, him and they stuff. Did, yeah. They sent him the goalpost, which is, I think he ended up yeah. burning with the firewood and stuff to get rid to try and cleanse his spirit. Because they're quite superstitious about sort of thing as yeah, well as yeah. some Brazilians. Absolutely oh, horrible. incredible!
1: I mean, there was there was a song, um, uh, you know, like a victory song uh, composed several several days before the final, and the song was never performed. Yeah. yeah, the society was in absolute despair, and a lot of people, a lot of the newspapers, they refused to accept it. And as you said earlier, James, a lot of you know there were suicides and stuff over this. It just it, it, some of the players kind of went silently into retirement, and of course the, the example of Barbosa was um, was all there to be seen. But um, and and also Brazil decided to change the design of their national football kit after the after this defeat because they thought it was. Considered to be jinxed, and mm. um, the Brazil home shirt was white with a, a blue neckline along uh, with white shorts, and they changed this um, to what they have now with the yellow and the green. competition. That, and the green, that is sorry. incredible.
2: Isn't it? I mean, obviously th- this marked a massive, massive sea change in Brazilian football, and obviously their sort of mentality towards it. And it's it's absolutely incredible that one single event was uh, such a sort of cataclysmic, seismic event for mm. them. Yes. Yeah. Just, you, it's, not, yeah. it's not as well-known as you'd think that so no, this I ever even so. happened.
0: I've got another thing, another little fact about it which puts it into perspective yep. is that you can get um, uh, edited versions of that final mm. on the black market in Brazil which show Brazil actually winning. And it's, <laughs> and it's cut with different footage of them celebrating different games, and they've <laughs> cut it in a way. The film on, on old cine film, they've cut it so yeah. it looks like Brazil have won. So you can buy, or you can. You, there's people who've got them who've edited themselves a little bit of like a uh, sort of um, subculture of it, and you can get it, and you can watch it. It's just it. utterly, utterly <laughs> pointless. So, so you can sort of I don't know, you can imagine that Brazil have won the World Cup final in 1950 <laughs> when they have it? If,
2: <laughs> if there are any listeners with lots of time on yeah, their hands, and I've met them. some of you, and there definitely are. Mm-hmm. Right, can you do some? Of the, can you do an England World Cup history where we win? all of them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Can he do a Portsmouth League win? <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, enough, Cheap not
0: enough wins. it, yeah. he has. <laughs> not enough wins. Well, um, That's, that's, the, in seriousness, that's a measure of how
1: seriously they took it, you know? Very much so. Um, another, um, thing about the final was it, um, it, it boasted a record that, uh, it was, the referee of the final was by far the oldest referee ever to, um, to officiate in a World Cup final. George Reader from Warwickshire. Oh, yeah. Ah. He started refereeing in 1930 and he'd retired from um, top flight refereeing in 1944. But he was in such demand amongst foreign football associations that he was selected to officiate throughout Europe. Now, despite reservations about his age, um, Reader's international experience had placed him among those in the Football Association to call on uh, for the tournament. And his powers they said his powers of control were, were put to the test against Brazil uh, when, in, in the first match he, he officiated, Brazil scored their first goal against Mexico. As was the custom then, the goal caused a mass invasion by reporters um, demanding immediate responses from the goal scorer. And the goal <laughs> <on> the <laughs> middle of the match. <laughs> on the middle of the match. I've seen this actually yeah. in, uh, from recent footage, but the goal would be scored, and everyone runs up with a microphone to him, <laughs> um, and with the goalkeeper as well. And that was all very commonplace back then. So he's not having any of that, though. Well, George, of course, really. isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> So he's uh, he's saying, you know, how could uh, someone once said, how could any one man restore law and order? Well. Uh, George Reader did that within a few minutes. He cleared the pitch almost single-handedly and restarted the World Cup curtain raiser as if it were an end-of-season fixture in the Yorkshire League, as, they, as, this, <laughs> as uh, the book, the final whistle, uh, puts it. Oh,
0: brilliant! Absolutely. How incredible. old was he?
1: He was fifty-three. Um, okay, okay. And as as a result of all this, uh, a daily newspaper in Sao Paulo said, he, he just sang the praises of of the British referees that were there, and it said. This is, this is the quote. It said, We must strongly demand that Brazil shall not take the field again in this World Championship if a British referee is not in charge. <laughs> Even should we finally meet the English, we shall still demand a British referee and have full confidence in him. Huh. Wow. It's an incredible statement, really. <laughs> what a turn turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we can't... Um, uh, we've got to mention in that World Cup, of England were humiliated by, by the US 1-0 and yeah. went out in the first round. <laughs> yeah. But as for um, Al Saidi's... Uh, Gigi himself uh, the it's goal scorer a, Yeah, uh, he made the first
0: and scored the second then
1: he did yeah, yeah. He, had a part. he went on to play for Roma actually and he actually became um, an Italian citizen and played a, a handful of games for Italy later on in his <laughs> career but l- it was only um, last year uh, right at the end of last year on the uh, 29th of December so very recently Brazil honoured Gigi uh, by celebrating his decisive goal in that 2-1 victory over Brazil in the final match of the 1950 World Cup closure Exactly, and mm. uh, he was honoured. Uh, his feet were moulded to take place alongside the greats, including Pele, uh, Eusébio, Beckenbauer, uh, which is at the American R Stadium uh, Walk of Fame. <laughs> Nugent isn't there. Yet. <laughs> still uh, time. Still time. <laughs> at the American R Stadium Walk of Fame, which I've been to. I, I have to say, oh, yeah. gentlemen. Impressive? Very impressive indeed. Uh, he's 83. Um, he declined to uh, take questions from reporters, but he, um, he did manage a Viva Brazil before leaving. Oh. Um, but he said, I'm, I'm a bit emotional, and I just want to thank everyone uh, from my heart for the reception I've been given. So it's quite incredible that Brazil, uh, honouring this man who, did, you know...
0: Destroyed them.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I shall end uh, with a quote from um, the goal-scoring uh, Gigi himself. He said, Only three people have managed to quiet down the Maracanã with a single action. Frank Sinatra, Pope John Ball II, and me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Excellent. i can come, come well. match. <laughs> the yeah. 1950
1: World Cup final match is in. So yeah.
2: in the Dean <laughs> Windhouse Hall of Fame, this is just going to repeat itself for infinity. All
1: the Brazilian players are going to go mad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They will, yeah. Let them. They already are. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the show. If you'd like to get in contact with us, then the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com and of course the website is thefootballramble.com which has lots of lovely things, blogs and ramble tube, which are clips that we've talked about in the show and you, you'll have a great time there. Um, any notices?
3: Well I mean we still got betway.com football ramble just because it's 2010 2010, yeah. 10 past 8 <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't mean that sports betting's ended.
0: It's yeah, Jimbo's uh, top of the league, I'm second.
3: Can, yeah I'm, I'm down there yeah, so I've exactly. gone for a home banker, Fulham, Yeah. Okay. We'll see against what Portsmouth next week.
0: Oh, yeah, that's out of order. Oh, come on Dig. now, Dig. Bobby
1: Zamora's uh, that firing all cylinders. Bobby Z. <laughs> so Bob's. yeah, betway dot com for the football rumble. Um, say goodbye, Pete. Yeah. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. <laughs> say goodbye, James or Jim. Goodbye. Uh, we're all off for uh, some of Pele's coffee. Highwood. Oh. <laughs>